This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. That's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, city league. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country, and welcome to the Call of the Mossy Sports Report, presented to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. Well, fans, I'm on the road. I'm called Damasi. I'm in lovely Brunswick, Georgia. But you're listening to me live in Savannah, Georgia. And also, you can listen to us on ESPNCoastal.com. Just get on the airwaves. We're all over the place. Give us a shout-out. Follow me on Facebook, the Call of Damasi Sports Report, uh, on Twitter, at KD Sports Report. And you know what? It's the first time I'm down here in this beautiful, beautiful studio that, uh, I mean, it's just it's just sports motif off the wall and you gotta love it you gotta love it i feel like now i'm really on espn radio even though i'm on air every weekend and uh, the man that's standing right next to me every weekend he's here just as early as i am probably earlier because now we have a live show from eight to nine with what is it the backyard boys yeah the back nine boys with rich styles with rich styles and that's pj zuko my buddy from pa pennsylvania but you know what He's a southerner like me. He's been down here a long time. I've been here for almost 20 years. You've been here for what, almost 15? Uh, well, we got, we're going on, uh, nine here now. Okay, we're let's going throw, on let me nine. throw the other six in there, buddy. Yeah, that's all right. Oh, that's all right. But, you know, but anyway, uh, this is home for me and this is home for PJ and we love doing this every Saturday morning. We love bringing you local sports to the Savannah area, the coastal empires, we call it. And I gotta thank ESPN Radio for letting me do this. Once again, we got a great lineup. We'll start out with the high school scoreboard. We'll get the uh, scores from the hardwood last night on the prep side. Then we'll go into some local news, PJ news, local college news. And then, of course, like I say every week, I like to call it two games. We're playing a double ahead of here as the great Ernie Banks used to say for the Chicago Cubs. Let's play two. So the first hour is 9 to 10, or the first game. The second game is from 10 to 11. So what do we got lined up in the first hour? Well, I'm excited about this one. I'm always excited, PJ. Oh, yeah. That's got to be my favorite line. I'm excited. Yeah, well, that's how you have to be. <laughs> I mean, if, you, if you're going through life not excited, what, why are you here? <laughs> and like I tell, you know, like I tell my kids, you got to have a dream. You don't have a dream. And this is a dream of mine just to be here on the radio, wherever I may be. And hopefully you're listening to, in Savannah. You're listening in uh, New York, my hometown of East Rockway. I appreciate it, whether it's for five minutes or 15 minutes. Second quarter, we have a former Savannah in PJ. Played at Tompkins High School, which now we have Woodville Tompkins High School. He played 11 years for the Seahawks, the Seattle Seahawks. He started, I think he had the record for like uh, 56 straight games at left guard, and he's a great guy. He went to South Carolina State. Now he's back coaching at Payne University, and as a former Seattle Seahawks, Savannian, good friend of mine, Edwin Bailey. Then we'll talk to the man that runs all the races in the third quarter for Savannah, Georgia. He owns Fleet Feet Sports. You need any running needs, go to Fleet Feet Sports and meet Robert Espinoza. We got the Kreitz Tybee Run Fest coming up next weekend. Always a big deal in Savannah, Georgia. You can run a marathon, PJ, in five different parts, and you don't have to do it on the same day. Oh yeah, and, and that, that that's perfect. That's great. Good, going to be good to hear from him. 
Uh, it's obviously a big thing here in Savannah that, that's going on. I mean, uh, just good for the city. I mean, and Dale Kreitz does a great job sponsoring a lot of our local sporting events. Dale Kreitz, of course, at Kreitz. And remember, they're, you know, they do it right for you. And then, of course, we'll close out the first uh, hour in the fourth quarter with a little commentary. There's a lot to talk about. And what's really blowing my mind, PJ, and I know I, I always go a little tangent here in that first quarter, Barack Obama, Mr. President, if I had a boy, I wouldn't let him play football. Why wouldn't you let him play football? Let the kid make the choice. If the kid wants to play football, hey, I'm a head football coach, or I've been a head football coach. I've been coaching football for 30 years. If my boy said to me, Dad, I don't want to play football, hey, I'm at peace with it. But yeah, I'm not going to tell the kid, oh, you can't, you can't do that. Let the kid enjoy it. Let the kid find out about it. It really, it really irked me when he said that. And then, of course, it's marijuana. Marijuana is safer than alcohol. No drug is safe. Alcohol, marijuana, PCP, angel dust, meth. There's no drugs that's safe. I mean, just unbelievable. And I know I'm going off on the president. I support the president. Whatever he dis decisions he makes, he's in the president. But such comments like that, I can go up there with Mr. Sh Mr. Uh, Sherman of the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty bizarre. I agree with you there. Um, any decision that your child makes, obviously I'm not old enough to have a child, but I mean, any decision that your child makes, as I look at it, you let them realize the dangers of it, but at the same time, at the end of the day, you got to make him let him have his own choices you, you know what i mean so um yeah yeah that's pretty bizarre I, I i don't necessarily agree with that um but hey that's i mean they're entitled to their own opinions like 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 you say i, I support him and everything he does i mean he's a president he's the one that gets the final say in in, in the decisions but um that comment I, I can't agree with give the fans a break okay oh, yeah. i went off my tangent so let's get to the high school scoreboard we had a lot on the hardwood last night a lot of big games a lot of fun a lot of teams uh you know, ranked in the state, and of course, ladies are always first. We'll start with the ladies, and this is in the GHSA 5A classification, 3-5A. FEM County, 52, Glen Academy, 46. The Rebels travel down here to beautiful Brunswick. They come up with a big region win. The Lady Rebels only have one loss. They're undefeated in conference, and it happens to be their only loss was to their arch rival, South Effingham, by two points. But Curtis Stevens and the gang up there doing a good job. Keisha Lewis has 18 points, and Michaela Robinson puts in 16. Jenkins beats Richmond Hill. Here you go, PJ. Jenkins down 18-1, and they win it with 3.6 le seconds left. They win 43-41 on Faith Sanders, who is signed to go play at North Northeastern Kentucky. I always get it messed up, and I, I apologize, Faith. You deserve it, and I made sure I'll get it straight next. But I know it's Northeast Kentucky. I don't know if there's a Northern Kentucky, but I know it's in Kentucky. But she hits two free throws with 3.6 seconds left to give them the win. I mean, going for the free throw line, 41-41, ice in her veins when she could drain two free throws for the uh, Lady Rebel, the Lady Warriors to win. Oh, yeah, that that's huge, and that, that's a that's a good story to have. Never give up, man. Even Never though you get up. down like that, you, you don't get down. The game isn't won in the first quarter. It's won in the fourth, and uh, she obviously pulled through there at the end. So 18-1 to start yeah. off? I mean, yeah. that's that's a great comeback. So, uh, I mean, you outscore them. Uh, let's see, they, had eight, they finished with 41, so they scored 23 points the rest of the game. Not too bad. No, yeah. That's so, some good defense for the rest of the rest of the game there. Lady Warriors. And in 4A, we got South Effingham all over Wayne County, 64-41. Shea Leverett, 24 points, 15 rebounds, a double-double. And our guest later on in the show, Tiana German puts in 16 points. Kayla Ravenville, 16 points. But Tiana German scored her 2,000th point Wednesday night. High school basketball, young lady scoring 2,000 points. Pretty impressive. We'll talk to her in the second quarter of the second hour. Uh, then we go to 3A. Savannah High beats Appling 51-31. Molina 
Doswell, 20 points. Beach beats Brandley, 82-36. Johnson beats Islands, 58-22. I, I, I do have to pronounce this name. I got to try. Ijami Oldenby, 14 points, 7 blocks. Great game for that young lady. St. Vincent's beats in the 2A. St. Vincent's beats Bacon County, 50-36. Sarah Stewart with 15 points for the Lady Saints. In Class A, Claxton, 57 Country Day, 38. Animola, 13 points. And our Athlete of the Week last week, our Weatherington Chiropractic Athlete of the Week. And, PJ, I know you were listening. This girl said, "What? What?" I asked her, what do you love about the game of basketball? Rebounding. Sure enough, she pulled down 11 boards last night, and that's Omari Oliver. Great you know, great lady. Great girl. You know, there there you go. Uh, the game is about scoring points. you got to score more points than the other team. But, hey, someone has to go and get you the ball. So big game there with 11 rebounds, uh, d down, down low, doing the dirty work. I mean, that's always good. The blue-collar worker comes with a helmet oh, yeah. and she does oh, yeah. the dirty work. Get your lunch pail, get your helmet, and get, get ready to get beat up down there. And Calvary Day beats Savannah Christian 58-42. Dewana Magwood, double-double, 11 points, 11 rebounds. Abigail Lewis, high score, 18 points for the Lady Cavs. And Chandler, Chandler E. Walson, 17 points for the Lady Raiders, Red Raiders. Burke Academy in Georgia Independent School Association. Burke Academy beats Memorial Day School 49-28. Uh, Denisha Green, 15 points for the Lady Matadors. Okay, and then Buford Academy beats St. Andrews 45-30. Uh, Grace Turner leads the Lions with seven points. Boys side, I know i got to do this quick. Effingham County went to Glen Academy. We don't have a uh, score. No score was found. I reported, but Jakeen Gant, the uh, Missouri-bound Tiger for the Rebels, hurt his ankle really bad Tuesday night against the Jenkins uh, Warriors. He'll be out two weeks. Uh, so we got to get an update on that. Jenkins, 94. Richmond Hill, 50. Jamal Gray, 23 points for the Warriors. In 3A, uh, let's go to 3A. Savannah High, 73. Appling, 49. Johnson, 73. Islands, 39. DeMonte Green, 16 points for the Smashes. Tattnall County, 56. New, Hampst New Hampstead, 52. Devontae Wright has 18 points for the Phoenix of New Hampstead. Bryan County beats BC 61-58. The seven-game winning streak has ended for the cadets. Warren Wright has 22 for the cadets. In Class A, Claxton 49, Savannah Country Day 46, Stephen Gavin 20 points, Calvary 62, Savannah Christian 55, Derek Kirkland double-double 24 points, 15 rebounds. In Georgia Independent School Association, Bethesda beats Westminster 58-53. Kirsten Berksteiner has 21 points. Memorial Day beats Burke Academy. 59-45, Alonzo Baker, 15 points for the uh, Matadors. And in Skiza, Charleston Collegiate beats Bible Baptist, 71-47. St. Andrews beats Buford Academy, 64-46. And in homeschool, non-region games, the Coastal Homeschool beats Brunswick Christian, 78-54. Thomas Martin, 26 points and 6 steals. Well, we got to go to a break. we got more news coming up. we got the big guy waiting there on the phone line, and that's Edwin Bailey, former Tompkins High School graduate, former South Carolina State graduate and NFL football player for 13 years, Seattle Seahawks starting left guard. He's going to give us his input on the Super Bowl. You're listening to the Call of the Mossy Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and it's all part of 
the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head is your exclusive local home for The Herd with Colin Coward. 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Put your thinking cap on as Uncle Colin will challenge the status quo and tackle every major topic in sports. Whether he's spanning the globe or chatting with personalities, Colin Coward has his own special way of breaking down the latest news for you. The Herd with Colin Coward right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head. AM 14 FM 104.3. And now, back to the Carl DeMossi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. Call DeMossi, and I'm Glad you could join me for the Call of the Mossy Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics. Remember, it's the same great place, just a different name. Right there at 210 East Durant Avenue, right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia. And remember, without them, I would not be able to do this show. Remember, they have 26 of the finest and best-trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, all in one convenient location. Optimal Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. Once again, the center is located at 210 Eastern Avenue, right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia. Or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optimhealth, that's optimhealth, O-P-T-I-M-H-E-A-L-T-H, dot com. Well, you know, we got the Super Bowl coming up, and I wanted to add a little flavor into this. And, you know, what other better way than to get somebody that, that has played for one of those teams in the Super Bowl, okay? He made the conference championship. He's played. He played over, I think, ten or eleven years. He'll correct me, but he, when, when when he comes on, uh, he's a 1977 graduate of Tompkins High School. Was a two-time All-American in South Carolina State. In the NFL, he produced a streak of 53 consecutive starts and ended his Seattle Seahawks career ranked sixth in both games played, 136, and games started 117. He's a humble guy. He's he's a big guy. And I know he loves football as much as I do. He loves Savannah and Savannah sports. Joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM hotline, is Edwin Bailey. What's up, Coach? How you doing, Coach Massey? Hey, Edwin, it's Saturday morning. I'm talking local sports. And what better way than to get a guy who's been in the NFL, who's been in the league, and knows what's going on than you? Well, hey, I'm happy to be here. I'd like to say hello to all of my family and friends back in the great city of Savannah, or as I always call it, the first city of Georgia. <laughs> the first city of Georgia. You got that right. Mr. Oglethorpe found it way back when in the 1700s, and uh, Georgia got started from there. But, Coach, you know what? You played in a big game. You had your chance. You guys made it to the conference championship in 1983. I mean, what what are the Seahawks going through right now? First of all, give me your interpretation of the Seahawks with uh, – the, the, the new regime up there in Seattle. Tell, tell us what you think about the Seahawks this year. I think they're a heck of a young team, man, that, that, that their coaches constantly keep them guessing and keep them working. Uh, I, I visited them about a month ago. You're just talking about a group of young men that works hard, they're, they're, they're smart, uh, you know, they, they, they take the lead. Um, it, it's just a great team, man. I'm, I'm very, very happy for them. I mean, Pete Carroll comes in out of, you know, he, he had some stints in the NFL, then went to USC, and then he, uh, got the job in Seattle. Just, just to motivate. I mean, anywhere he's go, uh, gone, this guy's been liked, and this guy 
has, has won. And I, I know people saying, well, you, you're forgetting about the Jets. You're forgetting about where else he coached. Hey, but you know what? He's making a statement right now with Seattle. And I, is he a players coach, Edwin? Yes, he's a great players coach. Uh, Pete and I worked together for the New England Patriots. Uh, we were there for about two or three years together. You know, and Pete is all about the players. He's a real coach. You know, and that's and, and that's that's something that, that that that's very much needed. Uh, he, he, he speaks straight. He lets you know exactly where you stand and what he expects of you as a ball player. Uh, I mean, Pete's just a heck of a guy. I, I I just heard you say he's a he's a player's coach. He's a real man. Now you've coached on every level. You've coached the high school. You've coached the college. You've coached in pros. Now with the pro players. What do they look for in a coach? I know in a high school coach, you're looking for someone that has discipline, is going to help these guys get to the next level, which you've done. Uh, you know, Frank Kiss now, North, well, he was at, with the Carolina Panthers. You helped him get get up into the NFL. I mean, and then back in the college, now you're a paying college, giving back to those young, young men there. And college coaches are more molding them for the NFL. What do players look for in an NFL head coach? Uh, you have to be knowledgeable of your skill. You know, you have to know every aspect of this game. Uh, and you have to learn how to deal with people because in the pro game you have a little bit of everything, so you're gonna be pretty, you gotta be pretty diverse, you know, uh, and you gotta be very, very knowledgeable of your game. Well, and you played for a guy uh, named Chuck Knox when he was up there in Seattle, and you guys had a great run during the uh, 80s. In 83, you made the conference championship. 84, you made the division championship. 87, you played in the wild card game. 88, you made the division championship. Tell, tell us, uh, compare Chuck Knox and Pete Carroll. Can you compare those two? Well, Chuck, <laughs> Chuck wasn't going to be an innovator. You know, uh, Chuck was old school, if you will. Uh, he, he was three downs in a cloud of dust. You know, uh, bring, your, bring your hard hat and your lunch pail. Some of the things he says. Uh, you know, you're going to get, it's going to be dry. It's going to be cut. Uh, <laughs> again, just come to work. That's all you have to do. Come to work. You work hard. And, you know, and like he says, there's nothing like uh, professional football. The two best things in professional football is winning and getting paid. <laughs> winning and getting paid. You got that right, because you don't get that on a high school and college level. I can understand. Now, well, you're talking about winning. Yeah, I'm going to jump off the topic here, and it's been a big discussion lately. College football players, do you think they deserve some kind of stipend, some kind of, uh, some kind of benefit from what they do? Because, you know, Edwin... The big-time colleges make so much money off these kids. I know they're getting a full scholarship. They're getting, uh, you know, $100,000 worth of uh, college uh, paid for. But still, though, they have no time to do anything, right? Yeah. Hey, coach, you know, look at the bank account. That, that, uh, that says it all. You know, the NCAA makes billions of dollars. And I was always taught, you know, even swap ain't no swindle. That ain't even swap. That, that, that. Uh, you, uh, I got a quality education. I got a great start in life. No, <laughs> but the NCAA made billions of dollars. I mean, how, how do you? I mean, how do you manage getting money? When, when, I mean, because back when you played college football, there was no time limit. Now there's a time limit where you can practice. Yeah. But you know, you also got to take into consideration. You got weight training twelve months of the year. You got conditioning. Yeah. You got classes. You got to pass your classes. You got to keep a certain average. I mean, it's very tough on these kids to survive, don't you think so? Oh, coach, hey, I, hey, my father, my father passed away my senior year in high school, and my mother worked at Gulfstream, you know, and uh, and at one point she had two sons in college, and and I I don't I did not appreciate it until I've gotten to this stage, and she was sending us fifteen dollars a month, 
and she just didn't have it. And wherever she getting it from, I don't have the faintest idea. But she was coming up with it. Um, it's, 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 it's just crazy. You know, you can't work, you can't do this. Uh, you can earn an All-American uh, jersey. You know, you can earn a championship ring, and you can't sell it. <laughs> you know, that, <laughs> hey, it's something, it's something needs to be done. And truly, something needs to be done. These kids, these kids are working their butts off, and, and, and they're putting the time in. They're doing everything that we're asking them to do. And they can't compensate, you know, for their own image, uh, for the things that they do. Uh, it, it has to get fixed. Well, I, I hope they do something about it. Okay, let's turn the other side of coin here. Let's go to the uh, to the championship, the Super Bowl. I mean, you played in the conference championship. You played uh, in a number of uh, playoff games. What, what's the atmosphere like for the players up there? And you know, playing in a game like this or playing in the playoffs in the NFL. Well, the first thing you have is you have is, you have is limited time. Uh, you preparing. You know, uh, next for the Super Bowl, I'm going back to Seattle to, to see the Super Bowl at, at one of the casinos. Uh, and I was just talking to a friend of mine, Paul Johns, who works for the Seahawks. And, you know, starting yesterday, it's just been monotonous. I mean, every, every minute, every second of your time is taken up. Uh, just preparing to move your organization from Seattle, Washington to New York City. You know, just that in itself is going to, is trying. Uh, but you think about some of these players, families, oh my God, you know, you know, you got families that, that, that needs to get there. You got hotel accommodations that have to get there. You have to get those guys situated up and ready to practice here on Wednesday. You know, you got people coming in town. Oh, it's, <laughs> hey, I don't wish that on my worst enemy. You know, it's, 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 it's the only thing that's going to be right, the only thing that's going to be civil, if you will, is the football game itself. But everything leading up to it is going to be crazy. The press conferences, you know. Again, if you got, if you got, like most of these young men, if you got kids, if you got toddlers, you know, if you got a wife, if you got a wife that's expecting, you know, you got to get these people to New York. You got to get them situated, and you got to get everything in order for you to be able to concentrate the practice. So it's been crazy from day one because once you've been into the playoffs, you know that your time is going to be taken away from you. Everything is going to be football, 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 football. No personal time. And uh, it, 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 it's a trying time. And the farther you go, the worse it gets. <laughs> well, I, I know you experienced it. And, uh, you know, on the fold of the sports section in the Savannah Morning News, the headlines, Manning says, cut no corners. Super Bowl veteran tells his teammates to eliminate the distractions. And you just named a number of them. Well, we got one minute, big guy. What do you feel about the game? Seattle or the Broncos? What, what, I know I know where your heart is. What do you feel about the game? Uh, I like I like Seattle's defense. You know, I, I uh, so what Denver does best, I think Seattle can combat it. Um, I think Richard Sherman is going to make a big, going to play a big role in this game. Uh, you and you can't say you can't even start to talk about Dave Manning and what he brings to the game. But the Seattle Seahawks defense is sound. You know, their better part of their defense is their secondary. So if uh, if there's a team that I would pick to say, hey, they got all the right people in the right places to come away with a win, I think it'll be the Seattle Seahawks. Well, Edwin, I just, you know, what I like about the Seattle Seahawks defense is they come at you and they, they're going to tell you, 
hey, Peyton Manning, we're playing this. you got to beat us. There's no disguising everything. There's no five, six different schemes going on. They come straight at you, and they're saying, okay, Peyton Manning, or whoever's the quarterback on the other team, uh, Kaepernick last week, this is what we're doing to you. you got to beat us with us. We're not making adjustments. you got to adjust to us. And they play smash, smash mouth football, and you got to love it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And they said if you can't score, you can't win. I can't imagine anybody stopping Peyton Manning from scoring, but if anybody can slow him down, it'll be the Seattle Seahawks. Well, Edwin, I appreciate it. Good luck at your new job out there at Payne University and, and, you know, with the young guys, bringing them back and getting them ready for the big game. Always a pleasure. Keep up the great work. And uh, I always like talking to you, big guy. Anytime you want to come on, just give me a call. And uh, I know Savannah loves hearing from you. Hey, I love Savannah, too, baby. Hey, coach, good luck. Hey, go Seahawks. <laughs> Have a good one, Edwin. Edwin Bally, former Seattle Seahawk, NFL pro for 11 years, does a great job with whatever he's doing. Like I said, he's played college football. He's played NFL. He's coached on every single level. Just a great guy, and he makes Savannah proud. And he is a greatest Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame member, Edwin Bally, former Seattle Seahawks. Next up. We're going to get into a little running. We're going to talk about the Kites Tybee Fest with the director, the man from Fleet Feet Sports, Robin Espinosa. You're listening to the Call of the Mossy Sports Report brought to you by Optimotopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. Join me for the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics. Remember, they're doctor-led and patient-focused right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSEG. Well, you know, Savannah is known for their running events. They're running their races, they're running races. I mean, we have the Rock and Roll Marathon, we have the Bridge Run. But you know what? This one seems to be so much fun. It's, I guess you would say, something you would imagine doing. But next weekend, we got the Kreitz. Tybee Run Fest. It's a race that a lot of people look forward to because you can run a, a marathon, I think, in five different events. I mean, so you better start stretching because the sixth annual Christ Tybee Run Fest is next weekend. And I'm telling you, this guy can tell you more about it than I can because this man is the Road Warrior, the race director of Savannah, Georgia, and all their events. And is uh, one of the, the best opportunities to do whatever you want uh, when it comes to running. You can run a 5K, you can run a 10K, you can run a half marathon, you can run a 2.8-mile beach run, or you could run a one-mile run. Or you could do all five of them, which equals a marathon. And it starts on Friday night with the 5K, and then on Saturday morning there's four events, starting with the 10K at 7 o'clock, and then we turn around at 8.30 and start the half marathon. 
Then at 12 o'clock, we run on the beach for 2.8 miles, and then at 1 o'clock, it's the one mile, and then the party and the awards start. So it's a weekend uh, of running and fitness for everybody. Now, we know the, the Rock and Roll Marathon, we got a, a lot of people to come in. The Bridge Run had like 5,000 people. How many people you got signed up for this uh, big event next weekend in Tybee? Yeah, we have almost close to 4,000 people. Um, you know, they, this island can't hold uh, that many people, especially when you talk about putting uh, runners out on the road. They have plenty of hotel rooms. Um, lots of people are staying uh, in town. Uh, also, just in Savannah, and then you have a bunch of locals coming in from all over the place. Well, we actually have a group of folks coming down from Canada uh, to run, and they make trek every year. But uh, those numbers are up, and uh, people are uh, anxious to run. And again, this is just one of those challenges. It's not a marathon all at once. It's just you can do the 5K and the 10K. You can do the 5K and the beach run. You can do any combination you want. And that's what makes it a, a really cool event is it's really a good family event also. If you can bring your kids out, you can run the shorter events with them, go out and run longer uh, when you want to go out and get your exercise in. And then, of course, enjoy the pizza from Lighthouse Pizza and the stew from Sunday or the chili from Sunday Cafe. There, there's all kinds of food. Um, North Beach Grill sponsors the, the 5K on Friday night that starts at 6 o'clock. So there's it, all kinds of stuff happening. And we're really looking forward to it. The weather forecast looking great. And now, on, on Saturday, you said there's three events that are going on. Do they run from the Sunday Cafe 10K to the Kreitz Half Marathon to the Lighthouse Pizza 2.8-mile run, or do they have to take a break? Is it is it all together? Well, it kind of rolls all together depending on how fast or, you know, how, how you know, whatever your pace is. Uh, it's 7 o'clock um, uh, is the Sunday Cafe 10K, and that'll start at 7 o'clock. And then, so you have an hour and a half, if you registered for all five or both, you have an hour and a half to finish uh, uh, 6.2 miles. Then at 8.30, we kick off the 13.1 miles, uh, and you have uh, almost four and a half hours to finish that. And then we go on the beach, you have an hour to finish 2.8, and then right at 1 o'clock, we kick off the one mile. It, we have uh, close to 300 people that have registered to do all five, but we do have people running the 10, 10 and a half, other combinations, which which makes it real interesting to see what people pick. So, yeah, just kind of keep rolling. There's all kinds of moving parts, and the events just keep rolling on top of each other. But for the Swift, they do get a little break, but that's not always a good thing, depending on how long the break is, you know? I mean, you got to be in, you got to be in some shape to do all all five, uh, if you ask me. Now, how do, how do you coordinate? Uh, you being the director of the coordinator, how do you co coordinate? Who's doing one? Who's doing not one? Who's doing two? Who's doing three? How do you coordinate all that? Is that special numbers? And uh, how does that work? Yeah, we have a timing company that handles all that. So, um, and when you go on and register, you get you can pick whatever options you want, or what you know whether we want to do all five or two or three. Uh, so once they register for those events, they're in those events. Now, the people are going to have to do an all five. They get one race number. It's a red race number. and They'll keep that race number from the 5K on Friday night all the way until the one mile on a Saturday afternoon. So, um, And the timing company keeps up with all that. And uh, we, we have a great association with a timing company out of Sylvester, Georgia, named Event Tech, that that does the timing for the bridge run and all the major runs in Savannah. So they, I'm not smart enough to do that. I leave that up to somebody else. But uh, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's fun to watch. They do a great job. and People are excited to see how fast uh, they run in a combination of, uh, of events because it's, it's just a great weekend to get your miles in without stressing yourself out with, you know, close to 4,000 of your closest friends. Yeah, I, I can imagine what goes on, and like you said, someone's taking care, taking care for you. Now, you, you know, we're also leaving out. You also have something fun that goes on Friday, and that's the kids' fun run, right? 
Yeah, there's uh, right before the um, the uh, uh, 5K, we're having a kids run, which is probably one of the largest kids run um, in of all the kids runs that we have in Savannah, and we're going to have a big shark slide there for them, and all kinds of food, and we're going to have the peanut mobiles going to be there. We didn't even know this till the other day, but. You know, Planner's Peanut has this this uh, uh, big peanut that drives around the United States. And what they do is they look around for great events around the United States, and they actually uh, found the correct Skyby Runner. They called us a couple days ago, okay, can we show up on Friday night with the peanut mobile? So they're going to be giving away free peanuts and promoting what they do. So it's just going to be a fun event for all. The kids get a really nice, nice medal. So it's just a fun time for everyone. And, well, you know, it's a good source of protein, too. So, uh, But, okay, now everything wraps up together. All the proceeds go to special charities, right? They do, yeah. You know, the Crites um, um, has their foundation. All the money goes to that. And then they give uh, money uh, to different charities out on uh, Tybee Island. They've given scholarships to uh, Savannah State and to Armstrong um, and to SCAD. Uh, there's they 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 do a lot. That the Christ Foundation uh, does so much, and they're trying to do um, a lot for the Tybee Theater and all the historical. You know, we lost a very important person that um, out of Tybee. Right. Uh, Carl Chambers unfortunately passed away, and uh, he was a major player in all the historical things that happened on Tybee. So we're going to dedicate the 5K to him on Friday night. Uh, but he's the reason. You know, he's the reason. People like him who who make the difference on. Opening up the lighthouse to the, the folks uh, during the event, letting us start by the lighthouse. So that's the really neat thing about it. The city of Tybee is so into this event; they make the event really, really easy for us, and we look forward uh, to, to giving back to them. Okay, you know we got to wrap it up here. So, uh, can we still register? Can we still be part of it? What's the cost, and how do we go about it? Yes, you can. You can still register online, uh, but online registration will close uh, on uh, tomorrow night at midnight. Uh, but get registered because the 5K is almost sold out, and the half marathon is almost sold out. I, I bet the 5K will probably be sold out by today. So, if you're listening, get registered for that 5K today because it's going to be completely sold out. And that's at FleetFeetSavannah.com. Go to their racing events, and you can get all the information you need to register and be part of this. Another great event, Robert. Keep up the great work, and I know you, you're going to keep on running as long as you can. Yes, sir. Yes, we do. All right, Robert. Hopefully, I'll see you out there next weekend. Uh, have a good time, and I appreciate you coming on again. Yes, sir. Okay, cool. Thanks for everything. Appreciate it. And that's Robert Espinoza of Fleet Feet Sports, and he's the race director of all the major racing running events here in Savannah, Georgia. Once again, go to FleetFeetSavannah.com. To get involved, the Kreitz uh, Tybee Run Fest is next weekend. Remember, there's five parts. There's a North Beach Grill on Friday at 6 o'clock, 5K. Then the Sunday Cafe, 10K at 7 a.m. on Saturday. Then the Kreitz Half Marathon, Saturday at 8.30 a.m. And then, of course, the Lighthouse Pizza, 2.8-mile run at 12 o'clock. And then you can come back and finish the YMCA one-mile run at 1 o'clock. I don't know, PJ. That's a lot of running for me. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of running. I can't even imagine doing that. I, I I jog sometimes when I can, 
running 26 miles or whatever. Nah, that, no, yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll take my couch and my TV. <laughs> you can take your run. And some people love that. That's some people's hobby. It used, um, to, it used to be a fad. Now it's a big trend here in yeah, the United States. Yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't fit me very well. It doesn't cost a lot. I mean, so <laughs> yeah. you got a pair of shoes, a pair uh, a short and shorts and t-shirt and just get out there. Yeah, hey, exactly. maybe somebody out there would be in the ESPN Savannah t-shirts, you know? Maybe. We've thrown a lot of those out there over oh. the last couple of months. Yeah, that would be awesome. That that would be good for the station. Hey, if that's your thing, go ahead and, and sign up for this. It's obviously a good good uh, thing for Savannah, bringing in bringing in guests. So what, what do you say, 4,000 people? 4,000 people already that, that is on Tybee Island. That, that is amazing. So oh. uh, good thing if you can, if you want to, go ahead and register for that. Obviously going to be for a good cause as well. Uh, very exciting, but uh, something I won't be attending. You know what? <laughs> like you said, good cause goes to the Tybee, uh, the Kreitz, uh Fun, and they give it out to a lot of local charities. Well, next up, we'll wrap up the first game, the first hour here. And I'm Carl Damasi. You're listening to the Carl Damasi Sports Board, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl Damasi, and I'm glad you could join me for the Carl Damasi Sports Report every Saturday morning from 9 until 11 right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's all presented to you by Optum Orthopedics. Well, you know, we got about five minutes left here to wrap out game number one, hour number one. Uh, we got some local college games going on today right here in town. I mean, you can catch four college basketball games here. You can go to Armstrong first, who's taking on Montevallo at 1 o'clock, 1.30. The ladies start at 1.30, guys start at 3.30. And then you can jump in your car, head over to Savannah State and catch the Tigers taking on Hampton. The ladies at 4 and the guys at five, at 6. Remember, the guys are 5-0 and oh in MEAC, and the ladies are 4-1 and one in the MEAC conference. Uh, the basketball has been such an uplifter here uh, for Savannah State. Uh, Coach Broadnex and Coach Baker doing a great job over there once again. College doubleheader right here in Savannah, Georgia. Armstrong Pirates taking on Montevallo at 1.30 and 3.30. And then at Tiger Arena, we got the Tigers taking on Hampton at 4 and 6. Ladies first, of course. Uh, PGA, we got Will Claxton uh, still in the uh, PGA Tour going on today. Brian Harmon did not participate in that. Uh, what can I say? Memorial Day School. We got a big, big shout-out to Memorial Day School. They have had three, or they just have... Three college commitments to Savannah State. Raheem Green, Marlon Latson, Derek Wright, and Trey Singleton have all committed to Savannah State, Division One program. And I gotta give this a lot of credit, Coach Wilson at Savannah State. Keeping the local keeping the local product here, right, in Savannah State. It's a great facility, it's got a great stadium, great turf, best field in Savannah to play on. Keeping those young men here in Savannah, Georgia, I, I, big kudos, PJ. It's got to be a big kudos out to Coach Wilson, Savannah State coaching staff. Oh, yeah. It's awesome to see local players out there on the college field at, at any point. And when you keep them home, you, you keep them in the, city, in the city limits, that's even better. Name that jumps off the page there, Marlon Latson, with his big performance in that state championship game against Valwood, and he played well throughout the season. There, That's going to be a great acquisition for the Savannah State Tigers. And, and I mean... Just good to keep them all local here, and it, you, people get so aggravated with when you see 
big-name Georgia recruits going other places. Uh, I mean, people get so aggravated with that, and uh, I know the guys talk about it on 3 and Out a lot. And, and when you when you keep them in town, that that's awesome. That's even better, and it's going to be good to see those guys playing for the Savannah State Tigers here soon. Well, you know, and you're talking about local flavor. Georgia Southern's just up the road from Savannah. It's only an hour away. And I'm telling you right now, uh, sorry, Jerk McKinnon and Lavelle uh, Westbrooks playing in that game today. My son went to Georgia Southern. I'm not boasting about my son. But he said to me when uh, Jerk showed up, Dad, he, he said, Dad, this kid is legit. This kid is a specimen. This kid can play football. And he's been turning heads all week. Westbrook played in, uh, you know, a linebacker, defensive back for Georgia Southern. And my son said he was special. J.J. Wilcox, another kid he always talked about. You know, I mean, so, you know, I've sat in that stadium for five years watching these guys play. And, it, and you know, even Brent Russell, you know, he got a little tryout there for the, uh, the Bears. But still, though, I mean, you, you, you got to love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to love it. Your son was definitely right there. Jarek McKinnon, a beast, a freak of nature, the true definition of an athlete. I mean, you, you see all these kids in Savannah going from football to basketball and transitioning and playing well in both sports. And Jarek McKinnon, while he played at Georgia Southern, played quarterback, slot back, fullback, defensive back, and return kicks. So he's going into the senior bowl. He's going into the draft as a running back. But any... NFL team has to be happy with, hey, we're recruiting this guy, we're trying to draft this guy as a running back, but he can do all these other things as well if he doesn't work out there. I mean, that that's amazing. And, and Westbrook, I, I even left out Darius Eubanks, who played for the Browns this year. They're all Georgia Southern. They're lo I know it's an hour away, but they're local. It gets me excited. I mean, I love Georgia Southern. I always have, even before my son went there, just the Eric Russell uh you know, the ambiance of Irk Russell running that program from the Georgia Junkyard Dogs. And, you know, that's why they've been a, a top of the NCAA 1AA, you want to call it your FCF, your FBS, whatever you want to call it, for so long because the kids come in there, they can play football. Oh, yeah, and the, the guys you named there, I mean, Jarek McKinnon, uh, J.J. Wilcox, Westbrook's moving on now. Eubanks, Darius Eubanks. Darius Eubanks, all under Jeff Munkin, and he goes away, he goes to Army, but... I can see this moving forward as we move up into the FBS. Georgia, Su Georgia Southern, sorry, uh, moving forward it is going to become a, a very good, very well-known college and team, I think, especially if you keep producing talent like this. Well, now you're going to the Sun Belt. Now you're going Major D1. You're going to bring the prospects in. They're fixing you up the prettiest little stadium in the United States. So, you know, you got, you got, you got to be excited about it. I mean... Just the whole thing going on, and local kids staying at local schools. You know, we got Nardo Govan out there, Georgia Southern, from uh, Savannah Christian. I mean, local kids making a local splash here in the sports scene, and congratulations to uh, Raheem Green, Marlon Latson, uh, Derek Wright, and Trey Singleton for committing to Savannah State. Once again, we got hour number two coming up. You're listening to Call the Mossy Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. <laughs> This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> 
This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country, and welcome to hour number two of the Call Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. You also can listen on ESPNCoastal.com if you want to listen to it on the internet. And once again, I'm Carl Demasi. I'm here every Saturday for two hours, 9 to 11, on ESPN Radio Savannah. Just talking local sports, having a lot of fun. And if you missed the first hour, i got to thank my guest, Savannian, former NFL football player. He played his whole career with the Seattle Seahawks, and that's Edwin Bailey, graduate of Tompkins High School. And, of course, Robert Espinosa from Fleet Feet Sports telling us about the Kreitz Tybee Run Fest. Coming up next weekend. Remember, if you want to get involved in that, go to FleetFeetSavannah.com. You can register still. Five events to run a full marathon. Right now, there are over 4,000 people signed up to be involved in the Kreitz Tybee Run Fest. Well, we're in hour number two, game number two. I'm going to go over the local scores from last night. We'll talk a little PGA. We'll talk a little college basketball. And, then, of course, we'll get into the other quarters of the second game. In the second quarter of the second hour, we'll be talking to our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. This young lady just scored her 2,000th career point in high school basketball from South Effingham High School, senior Tiana Germain. And then in the third quarter, we'll talk to the guy that's defending his program state championship. Uh, they've split with Savannah High now. It's 1-1 in the series this year. And we'll talk to the head coach of the South Sea Johnson Adams Smashes basketball program, boys basketball program, UTEF Gordon, and then we'll close out the show. Well, let's go to the hardwood. What happened last night? What were the scores? Who were the outstanding players? Uh, once again, I do have to give you give credit to my source, the Savannah Morning News, with their great coverage. Uh, it could be a little more, I think. Uh, they covered the Memorial Day School game last night, which was great. But, you know, what, what about the Effingham, uh, the Jenkins-Richmond Hill game? I mean, I, I, I know I'm getting on a soapbox here. They do a great job. I love Donald Heath, Anthony Stasny, Dennis Knight, Nathan Dominance. How about a little more basketball coverage, though? I mean, let's get on the, the hardwood and get the, those games covered. I remember when I moved here in 1995 and I was head coach, the girls' coach at Jenkins High School, there used to be three or four stories on a Saturday morning of the, the games in the area. I don't know if it's finances. I don't know if it's the Internet. I don't know what's going on, but... Once again, here's the high school scoreboard. Effingham County beats Clint Academy 52-46. Once again, the Lady Rebels have one loss on the season. They're undefeated in that Region 3A. Keisha Lewis has 18 points, and Michaela Robinson throws in 16. Jenkins beats Richmond Hill 43-41 after being down 18-1 to start the game. Faith Sanders hits two free throws with 33.6 seconds left, and they win. The Lady Warriors win after... Going down 18-1. Some great defense there. South Effingham beats Wayne County 64-51. Shea Lovett puts in 24 points, has 15 rebounds, double-double. Tiana Germain, which we'll talk in the next segment, had 16 points. And Michaela Raymondville puts in 16 points for the Lady Mustangs. Savannah High beats Appling County 54-31. 
Melina Goswell puts in 20 points. Beach, Beach, Brantley County, Beach, the Lady Bulldogs. They only have one loss also. Beat Brantley County, 82-36. Johnson, the Lady Adam Smashers beats Islands, 58-22. Ijima, I can't, Ijima, I want to say Ogabel had 14 points and 7 block shots. Uh, St. Vincent's Bacon, against Bacon County. The Lady Saints wins, win 50 to 36. Sarah Stewart, 15 points. Claxton beats Kazana Country Day, 57-38. Anna Muller, Muller, 13 points, 7 rebounds. Amari Oliver, last week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, and she said it. She loves rebounding, pulled down another 11 rebounds for the Lady Hornets. Calvary Day School beats Savannah Christian, 58-42. Dewana Magwood, 11 points, 11 rebounds, 6 steals, nice double-double. Abigail Lewis, okay, though, leads the Calvary in scoring with 18 points. And Chandler E. Walson puts in 17 points for the Lady Red Raiders. Burke Academy beats Memorial Day School, 49-28. Anisha Green has 15 points for the Matadors. And Buford Academy beats St. Andrews, 45-30. to uh, Grace Turner has 7 points for the Lady Lions in the loss. On the boys' side... Uh, Jenkins beats Richmond Hill 94-50. They're in first place in Region 35A. Jamil Gray has 23 points. In 3A, Savannah High beats Appling 73-49. Johnson beats Islands 73-39. DeMonte Green has 16 points for the Smashes. Tattnall County beats New Hampstead 56-52. Devontae Wright has 18 points for the Phoenix. Bacon County ends the BC winning streak 61-58. Warren Wright has 22 for the Cadets. Claxton beats Savannah Country Day 49-46. Steven Gavin has 20 points for the Hornets. Calvary Day School beats Savannah Christian 62-55. Derek Kirkland has a double-double, 25 points, 15 rebounds. And Giza, Bethesda beats Westminster 58-53. Kirsten Berksteiner has 21 points. Memorial Day School beats Burke Academy 59-45. Alonzo Baker has 15 points for the Matadors. Charleston Collegiate beats Bible Baptist 71-47. St. Andrews beats Buford Academy 64-46. And the Coastal Homeschool beats Brunswick Christian 78-54. Thomas Martin has 26 points and 6 steals for the Hurricanes. Okay, so we go to uh, some college basketball here. You can catch a college doubleheader at two places today. You can go to Armstrong Atlantic and catch the Pirates taking on Montevallo. At 1.30 is the Lady Pirates. At 3.30 is the men. Okay, and then you go over to Savannah State. You can go to Tiger Arena. And Hampton, they're taking on Hampton. Uh, the ladies are at 4. They're 4-1 in the MEAC. The guys are at 6. They're 5-0 and in the MEAC. Uh, they they played a tough schedule. And, uh, you know, I guess when you play the top teams or you play better teams, you know what? It only makes you better. And, you know, to be the best, you got to beat the best. So, uh, once again, Coach Broadnex takes his young team on the road for their preseason. They're, they're back in the MEAC, and they're undefeated. On the PGA scene, okay, I know Will Claxton made the cut. Um, Brian Harmon is not participating. Okay, and right now they're playing, okay, the Farmers Insurance Open in Torrey Pines. La Jolla, California, La Jolla, California, and right now, uh, Blake Adams, Statesboro product, Georgia Southern, is at three under. He's tied for 86th, sorry, for 66th, and Will Claxton, okay, is at um, one over, okay, so Will Claxton from Swainsboro, so that's our local guys. Uh, once again, Georgia Southern players, former Georgia Southern players playing in the Senior Bowl today, Jarek McKinnon and Lavelle Westbrook. 
Uh, don't forget, we got J.J. Wilcox and uh, uh, Darius Eubanks, who are in the NFL. Wilcox played for the Cowboys this year. Eubanks played for the Browns. So uh, we got you know them playing. We had some local signings or commitments yesterday from Memorial Day School. Okay, Raheem Green, uh, Marlon Latson, Derek Wright, and Trey Singleton have all committed to Savannah State to play football. So Savannah State bringing bringing a lot of kids in. Uh, we had some good uh, another signing over at St Andrews, and I want to get this lady young lady's name right. Okay, big signing soccer player going up to Lagrange College. Okay. I say DeSaltis. I don't know if I'm saying it right or mispronouncing it right, but uh, once again, another local player signing a scholarship to go to the next, go to the next step. Dominique DeSaltis from St. Andrews. Uh, she signed a scholarship to play soccer at Lagrange College. Okay, even though you know it's Division Two, II, Division Three, it's a big time here in Savannah, Georgia. We have a lot of players that sign with small schools, so you got to be excited about that. Uh, so much going on. Uh, fall, no, sorry, the spring sports are in full swing. Uh, tennis started two weeks ago. Sorry, three weeks ago. Um, soccer started last week. Baseball starts Monday. Basketball, we have two weeks left, and we'll get into the region playoffs. And a lot of our local teams are ranked high in the state. Like I said, the Effingham County Lady Rebels, the Savannah High Boys, the uh, Johnson High Boys, the Beach Girls. I mean, there are a lot of teams ranked in the state polls. So remember, as I say, basketball is king in Savannah, Georgia. Basketball is always tops here in this area. And don't forget, I always leave this sport out because it is a spring sport, not track. I, I mentioned track starts next week also. But lacrosse, we have the two-time defending South Carolina Independent Lacrosse League champions, Benedictine, starting up. And they had another uh, player sign a college scholarship to go play lacrosse. And what's great about this? This young man is going to be playing lacrosse at Army in West Point for the cadets, okay? And that's Connor DeWitt. So we had Liam Cunningham signing a scholarship a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago for lacrosse. Now we got Connor DeWitt from BC to go out there and play lacrosse. So we got a lot going on. We got the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic uh, Athlete of the Week coming up. Um, if you want to give us a call, we do have open phone lines. And don't forget, give us a call. We want to hear what you got to say. It's not about me ranting for two hours. Okay? Give us a call at 912-920-4441. That's the Savannah Hotline, 920-4441. Let's see what you got to say. Who do you want to win in the Super Bowl? The Seahawks or the Broncos? Okay? Let's see what you got to say. Who's your favorite basketball team? Who's, who's hot on the basketball court? That's what it's all about. We want to get your voice on this show. Okay? Other than that, we're going to come back with the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. She has scored... 2,000 points in a high school basketball career, and that's South FM Lady Mustang, Tiana Germain. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG. And remember, it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi, and I'm glad you could join me for the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on 
ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. And whoa, oh, oh, Zombie Nation. And that's what I got to say. Unbelievable. They must have been doing this Wednesday night up there in the crowd at South Effingham High School when this young lady scored her 200th, sorry, 2,000th career point. And that's why she is our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. And she's not new to this show because she's already won it once before. But I'm telling you, this young lady has been a standout basketball player in this area. I had the privilege and the opportunity to try to stop her when I coached at Effingham County High School, because Effingham County High School, South Effingham County High School, it's a little rivalry, and it goes on. And she knows who I am. She knows me as Coach Tomasi, the loudmouth on the rebel side. But I'm telling you, just coaching against her and trying to make a plan to stop this young lady was something special. And her coach, Stacy Womack, says this has been the best player she's ever coached. She's got such a quick first step. She's so quick on defense. And I'm telling you right now, she's averaging 18.4 points a game. She's got... Averaging four assists, four steals. She even gets three rebounds a game. You gotta love that in a point guard. And now joining us on the ESPN Savannah AM 1400 and 104.3 hotline is the young lady, the young Mustang that plays at South Effingham High School, senior Tiana Germain. Good morning, Tiana. Good morning. <laughs> how you doing? Good, how are you? Well, it's Saturday morning and I get to talk to athletes like you and you've had such a, a great career. I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, when did you realize that you're going to be so good at this game? Um, I was around the age of five. Uh, one of my cousins came down to visit, and she went out in the backyard and shooting the ball. And it looked like fun to me, so I wanted to be able to put the ball in the basket, too. <laughs> <laughs> Just put the ball in the basket. It's a lot, it's a lot easier said than done, right? <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Especially when you got three or four people always trying to stop you. And, I mean, you've done done such a great job up there at South Effingham. And, uh, I mean, I, I had the privilege of uh, coaching against you and watching you play against South Effingham a couple times since I left uh, Effingham. Uh, but tell us, what are Tiana's strengths and weaknesses when it comes to the game of basketball? What what, what are your strengths and weaknesses? Um, a weakness that I have, uh, I have trouble denying a cutter. I get face cut a lot. Uh, and my strength, I would say, drive to the basket and being able to split the defense. Well, you know, and people don't understand when you say face cut. That's when people cut in front of you. And uh, Tiana's not your biggest girl on the basketball court, but I'm telling you, she's your quickest, and she'll give you everything. She's got the biggest heart desire. And, I mean, it, it, you know, but you'll catch up to that because of your quickness. And uh, I think your strengths are you know how to play the game of basketball, and I think you do a very good job of it. Now, being being scoring 2,000 points, and you've done this for four years, what was your routine to make yourself a better basketball player? Um, I put in a lot of work off the court by myself. I don't wait until practice time. Um, I take initiative and get it done as much as possible. So there's a court and a goal. You'll probably see me there practicing. Yeah, well, you know, you got to be a gym rat. you got to do it 24-7, and a lot of kids don't understand that. And to be where you're at and to be at the level you're at, I mean, it takes a lot of hard work and dedication. And I, uh, I got to give you a big kudos on that. And uh, so now you've been very successful on the court. How would you define your success on the basketball court at South Effingham High School or on your traveling basketball team? What, what has made you so successful? Um, I would describe it as a true gift. Um, you have to think a lot on the court, but I mean, sometimes I do things that amazes me. So. I just described my success as a true gift. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. You amaze yourself. That's pretty. That's pretty neat because you probably amaze amaze a lot of people in the stands too. When you go to the hole, you slash the hole, you take that outside jump shot. Because you know when you're small in stature, people don't give you a lot of credit, but they don't really know how good you are until they watch you play. 
And, uh, I mean, I had that opportunity. I really uh, I love doing it. Uh, once again, I'm Carl DeMasi. You're listening to Carl DeMasi Sports Report. We're at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week section. we got Tiana Germain, senior at South Effingham High School, who has just scored her 2,000th career point. Now, going into the season, did you have any goals? Was one of your goals to score 2,000 points? Yes, sir. That was the main goal, to reach 2,000. To get there. How far you were off when the season started? Um, I think, like, I'm not even sure. Maybe 111 or 100. I'm not sure. But, you, yeah, I mean, you had to get there, and that was a goal of yours. And now, as a team, we know Coach Womack believes in the team concept. What was the team's goal this year? Um, make it in the playoffs and get further than Sweet 16. I mean, that had to be pretty special, making it that far. And, uh, you know, you're in 4A now. You, you dropped the classification. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, you're, you stayed in 4A. Effingham County went up to 5A. So, uh, you know, you, you don't have to face the Lady Rebels in the playoffs or in, in the region tournament, which I know is always exciting. But as a player, okay, think about when you were a freshman. And I know when you were a freshman, you were pretty good because that's the, when I coached against you, to your senior year now, okay? How have you grown as a basketball player from your freshman year to your senior year? Um, my freshman year, I was kind of known for driving to the hole. Um, my sophomore year, I developed a little jump shot. And then junior year, I started thinking more about crossovers. Now that team has come, it's more uh, focusing on post-move type stuff and combining all the aspects I, I acquired. Well, you know, you're, that's pretty impressive, Tiana, because I got to tell you, being the coach that had a coach against you, that was the one thing I stressed to my girls. As a freshman, don't let Tiana Germain drive to the basket. We came up with a lot of gimmick defenses to stop that. But you have, like you said, you've grown. You developed the jump shot. You, you, you've got some good moves now, crossover moves. Uh, I mean, you, you drops, not drop step, but uh, rock step. And I mean, I know I'm probably talking over people's heads here, but uh, I mean, you developed into an all-around basketball player. And I know, listening to you, you know that development goes on forever, and you're going to go to the next level and do that too. Now. Did you ever imagine when you were way back when, or as you guys like to say to us old guys, back in the day, that you, you would score 2,000 2, points in high school? Um, yes and no. <laughs> yes, because, I mean, I know if I set my mind on something, like my mom always says, anything your mind can conceive, you can achieve. So knowing the kind of mindset I have, uh, if I set a goal for myself, I know that it's possible to reach. But uh, not really, because 2,000 is a lot of points. <laughs> you better believe that. But, you know, you had to come in there as a youngster, as a freshman, and start right away and play the 25, 30 games that you do a season and uh, to get to that point. And it takes a lot of hard work and a lot of uh, a lot of uh, desire in the games to do that. And you, you probably don't realize how many points you scored during the game, do you? Not really. <laughs> Not really. As it comes, it comes. Now, I know, I know I'm putting you on the spot here. And I, 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 we got to, you know, without without the other people on that team, you wouldn't be where you're at. Who else on the team is having a good season and uh, means a lot to uh, Tiana German? Sorry, Jermaine. <laughs> I apologize. Um, my best friend, Shay Leverett, um, she and I work a lot together off the court, and she's having an outstanding, outstanding season as well. <laughs> yeah, and she's one of the big forces. Now, what was she, like 6'1", 6'2"? 6'2", she's on. And she's only a sophomore, right? Yes, sir. So we're going to hear about Shay Leverett over the next couple of years up there at South Effingham. Now, do you, do you participate in any other extracurricular activities besides athletics? Do you have time to do any other clubs? Um, I'm a member of FCCLA, and that's about it for now. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, you got. Yeah, I mean, with what you're doing is unbelievable. You got to find enough time to do that. So, tell us about the basketball season this year. You and a team. Uh, I mean, in that in that 
4A region. What's the region like? Is it a tough region? Uh, you guys, uh, I know this question's off the cuff, but tell us about the region. Uh, are a lot of teams putting a lot of pressure on you and making your other teammates step up? Um, some teams are harder than others, and some are easier than others, but we uh, learn from our mistakes and build as a team. Uh, I'm telling you right now, uh, it's pretty impressive, and I know February 1st the big one for you because that's be the last time you play uh, the Effingham County Lady Rebels. What does it What does it mean playing the girls that uh, live in the same county and they're your rivals, but they're also your friends? Because we know that you get along with a lot of those girls on the other side of the court, just like those girls get alongside. What's it like playing against them? It's fun, and uh, it's just yeah, just a fun game to play. Um, you don't really have too much argument arguing going on or anything. It's, it's fun. Whoever wins, wins. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. I know it's a big rival. I mean, it's got to be exciting because it, it it will help you with the playoffs. Because I'm telling you right now, until I you know got involved in that whole Effingham County South Effingham rivalry, I've never been in a gym that got packed for girls basketball as early as it has. I mean, just having those people there in front of you must be a lot of fun. Must must want you to play at your best, right? Okay. So, but uh, okay. So now there's a lady that's been coaching you for the last four years on the high school level. Tell us about Coach Stacy Womack and how she's helped you become a better basketball player. Um, she's helped me become more of a vocal leader on the floor, along with being a leader by example. And uh, being a leader is a big part of being a point guard. And so, I thank her for doing that. Well, you're probably an extension of her because you know she's she's just like you, feisty and is uh, very loud and very intense, right? Uh, she's not that loud, but she's intense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loud. She's not. I can understand that. Well, you know, your four years are wrapping up. What makes playing basketball and going to school at South Effingham so special for Tiana Germain? Hmm. Um. Well, from what I hear, South Effingham wasn't considered being anywhere near the map as far as girls basketball. And now that we are squarely on the map, uh, I feel like I had something to do with it, and that's kind of special. And as far as going to South Effingham, um. I'd say the teachers are what make it special. All my teachers are great. Um, and, yeah. Well, you got to send a big out shout out to those those teachers because, you know, you got to get it done academically as well as athletically. Now, let's talk about your uh, future. Do you have any plans on playing sports or playing basketball in college? Anybody looking at you? What's going on with the uh, the college uh, dreams of yours? Um, I do plan on continuing my basketball career in college, and I'm not playing for volleyball. And um, we're still in the recruiting process, so. I'm not really sure yet what college I'll go to. But there are some colleges looking, though, right? Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> well, you got to make up your mind. I know it's tough to you. Now, you know, you're play, you're gonna, you want to get to the next level. You play. You want to play college basketball. What do you want to do? What do you want to achieve in the future besides playing basketball? What's, what's your goal in life? What do you want to be? Um, I want to be a college coach or WNBA um, coach. And in life, um. I want to become a great mom like my own and have a wonderful family. Well, Tiana, that's a great compliment to your mom and your family. You've done a great job. And once again, I appreciate you coming on this morning. I know you got a lot of love from the local TV stations and the, and the newspaper. I just wanted to share this with the listeners because you've had a great career. And anytime someone scores 2,000 points, it's something special. And you've been a special player up there at South Effingham. Congratulations. Keep up the great work. And I know you guys want to go deep in the playoffs. And I wish you the best of luck when you when you get to the playoffs. Thank you. Once again, that's Tiana Germain from South Effingham High School. She has just scored her 2,000th career point, and it's it's an unbelievable career when a, when a basketball player can score 2,000 points on any level 
at any age. Oh, yeah, it's amazing to get to that point. And, I mean, uh, like you said, four years ago you were coaching against her, and it's it's awesome to see people develop. Uh, hopefully she'll be playing at the next level. She definitely sounds like a, a great player. I, I had the um, opportunity to play at Brunswick Christian Academy, and my uh, one of my good friends, Anthony Gomez, um, and my teammate, and graduated with me as well. He scored upwards of, I think it was 1,700 wow. points over his career there, and he only played, um, I think, a total of three years there. Wow. So so it, he's definitely our scorer. I, I like to say that he scored like 1,700 points. Well, I like to say that I got at least about 700, 800 assists on that. But <laughs> but um, but it, it it's great to be able to watch that, be able to see people do that. Obviously, uh, just a a huge feat to be able to accomplish and, and something that you can tell your kids about, something that uh, you can you can have there uh, along with your name in Savannah for the rest of your life. So definitely a huge thing for her. And uh, congratulations to her, and uh, it, it'll be exciting to see where, where that team goes in the future. Well, 2,000 points is something special to Tiana Germain. And remember, Dr. Bart Weatherington sponsors this segment from the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts. Another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room, if you can. Well, at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care, pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and, of course, achieve a healthier life. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, located at the corner of 70th Avenue and Waters Avenue, right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. Next up, we're going to stay on the hardwood. We're going to talk a little Adam Smasher basketball. They have to defend their state title. We'll be talking to the head man, the head coach of that program, UTEF Gordon. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Board, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. And remember, it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> And I'm glad you could join me. Brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. You know, I've said it plenty of times and I've talked to a lot of people about this, but basketball is king in Savannah, Georgia. Hey, if you're a football coach and you want to argue about it with me, give me a call, 920-4441. You're, you know, I know there are other sports, but I'm telling you right now, we're known for our basketball because the basketball makes big waves. You got such great rivalries: Effingham, South Effingham, Beach, uh, Savannah High, Savannah High Johnson, Johnson. Uh, I mean, Windsor Forest, Groves, Windsor Forest. There's so much rivalry, and these kids play above the rim. They play almost like I mean, it's like watching a college basketball game. I mean, just the other night, Tuesday night, when Savannah High and Johnson went at it, they had four or five thousand people over at Tiger Arena. It was simply, simply amazing. And, of course, it just so happened that we had to have two state, two teams in the state championship last year in the, the uh, classification three, uh, 3A, Savannah High and Johnson for the fourth time. And it was just a great battle up there. And the Adam Smashers of Salsi Johnson came away with it. And they're defending their state championship this year. Right now they're 14-4 uh, and four overall. Uh, sorry, 15-4 and four overall, 12-1 and one in region play. And the man that's got to help them defend this title is the head coach. And he's joining us right now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400 and 104.3 FM hotline is UTEF Gordon. Good morning, Coach. 
Hey, hey, good morning. What's going on, Carl? Hey, we're just talking local sports, and we're talking about how basketball is king in the state of Georgia. Well, in the state of Savannah, the kingdom of Chatham. And, I mean, Coach, you've been around this area for such a long time. you got to agree with me. Basketball is big time here, bigger than football. I mean, it just brings so many people into the into the arenas, into the stands. State playoffs, we, we make a big splash. you got to feel that same way, Utef. Yeah, I, I, mean, I feel good about basketball in Savannah, but... Even greater for me to be able to compete against a good friend of mine who happened to be here with me right now. <laughs> so your your listeners get a bonus. I got Tim Jordan with me. I'm actually I'm in his office because we got ninth grade games today. So you get two for one today. How about that, Carl? Hey, 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 hey guys. Uh, you know I'm in the New Yorker. You throw some love to me. I can make that a trio because. I get to play against you guys too, and I think I I, I could be your friend, can't I? <laughs> Since you're going home, boy, I guess y'all both from New York. I guess. That's <laughs> hey, 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 you know it. You know Carmelo put in 62 last night. You gotta love that, Utef. Yeah, you know what? I was hearing it, and then uh, I think my son was streaming it in, and he broke Bernard King's scoring record. But I gotta see if he could get 62 nights in a row, because Bernard got 52 nights in a row. I think Carmelo could do that. <laughs> well, I, I know we're talking about New York basketball. You know, I'm a Brooklyn boy, too. That's where I was raised and born, just like you, buddy. And uh, nothing better than to keep track of those Knicks. Too bad the uh, the good times aren't there like in 69 and 72. But we'll get that another day. So tell us, you guys are sitting together. You're friends. You go out at each other. What was it like Tuesday night for you, uh, UTEF, playing against Savannah High again? Because there seems nothing better than watching a Savannah High-Johnson basketball game when you two go at it. Well, I, I tell you what. It's almost like, and I was just talking to Tim about it earlier. The past eight games we've played, nobody won two in a row. So I'm hoping the law of averages is on my side, and I can finally get a region title from this guy because it seems like he got a lock on it. Well, you know, he has to keep. He knows how to keep it in his pocket. You know, with those region titles. I mean, he, you know, it seems like Savannah High has always got. Uh, you know, that little fix on that. But, uh, I mean, you guys go at it. You're good friends. Uh, I mean, is it like a sibling rivalry when you guys get on the court coaching against each other? Basically, that's what it is, you know, kind of thing. But, you know, I, I, like I told Coach Gordon, I'd I be glad to trade him a region title for that state title. So, you know, <laughs> if you want to switch, I'd be glad to have him. Yeah, it's always fun. Like, you know, like big brother, little brother played in the backyard. You know, it goes back and forth. But when it's all over, there ain't nothing but love between us. Yeah. Hey, well, you know, I'm like the redheaded stepchild here. I'll take, I'll take a region or just getting to the region title. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. I got, I got two boys. They both have, uh, they both have big rings on their fingers. And dad hasn't had anything in 30 years. But, uh, but anyway, you guys go out at great. I had Tim on in the earlier season. He gave some kudos out to his kids. Tell us about your kids, uh, Utef. Uh, who's stepping up there for the Adam Smashers this year? Well, you know, I, I'd like to say I got a, a very good uh, core or nucleus where Hakeem Cohn is pretty much playing the point and able to control things. And every now and then, I got I have to reel him back, but he's really starting to understand what it is we do as a system. You know, I got uh, Rico Barnes. We call him Rico Suave. He's on, <laughs> he's on the wing. He's a knockdown shooter and, and, and big-time scorer. Then I got this guy, uh, Jamari Lovett. I call him Psych. Psycho. But the one thing he can do, he can fly. 
Sometimes you think a hole opened up in the ceiling, he just fell out of it. Then I got Dow Myers, who's my garnet, holding the middle down. And I got my junior, Antoine Maxwell, who really has an all-around game, although a lot of people think he's on the perimeter a lot. But you know what? Sometimes a kid's game evolves in a certain way, and he's one whose game is evolving. And I like what his upside is. Well, I'm telling you, you've also, and i got to give you a lot of credit for this, you've also instilled, and I know Tim's going to have a big smile from ear to ear here, is you've also instilled a little of that Savannah defensive philosophy, that defense first and then offense, because I'm telling you, before you got there, Johnson, they loved to run up and down the court, but there was no defense, so the, the, the big guy sitting next to you has rubbed off a little on you, eh? Well, you know what, uh, and in that regard... I really got to give credit where credit is due. There's this gentleman named James German. God bless the dead. Yes. And him and Ron love those old coaches. They taught us how to teach defense. And so, you know, if credit is going to go anywhere, it rests with James German in terms of him having taught me uh, how to teach the fundamentals of defense and so you know there's nothing that any coach can take with them when they leave right but at least he left that with me and i i'm gonna give him the credit for that well i know i know tim can also attest to another guy that really gets no credit and uh he brought home a state title way back in 74 for the blue jack jackets larry burke i mean who went to savannah high was a big time player there football player basketball player I mean, I got to coach with him, uh, well, with him. I was coaching the girls. He was coaching the boys at Jenkins. That man breathed, I mean, uh, defense. And I'm telling you, I learned a lot about defense from him. And the old school coaches get no credit. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, I learned a lot from Lewis Jenkins. Yep. I learned a lot from James Green. Yep. These old coaches, I still hold in reverence. And so as a result, to change to our I, want, period class. I want everybody to know be sure that to get those are the people that I truly respect. And well, they're you, making announcements. I apologize. I know it's it's Saturday. They got some Saturday schools going on there. And, and you know what? You got to watch what you say there, guys, because we still got to meet James Green every now and then when you take on the, the Phoenix and New Hampshire over there with Tanya, Tanya Mackey. Yeah, that's why I mentioned them. <laughs> I don't want them to put something on me. So, in in all honesty, I still um, hold uh, Coach Green in high regard, and I I know that he's going to bring that program along. Very rapidly. Well, uh, you know, it's always a pleasure meeting James Green and talking to James Green because the man has so much knowledge. And uh, like you said, uh, you know, 1992, the Adam Smashers won the state title with him on the bench, just like you, Coach. Well, let's get – got to get wrapped this up. we got about two minutes here. Now we're getting to the end of the season. I know you got Beach, Pierce County, Tattnall, New Hampshire, Applin County. You don't have to face Savannah High again until you guys get to the region championship. And I'm saying it right now. You guys aren't. Anybody listening? Those two teams will be playing in the region championship again. What does the rest of the season look like before you get to the region playoffs? Well, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I'm going to take every game, one game at a time. I'm not going to mess around and start looking ahead. 
I expect to be playing Savannah High in the championship, but the best laid plans of mice and men can often go asunder, so I take them one game at a time. And Tattnall is always dangerous. I mean, you know, it's pretty exciting that, you know, or pretty pretty funny that we all preach the same thing. We tell our kids, take one one game at a time. You can't look down the road, and, you know, it's something special. Well, you guys are doing a great job with your basketball programs. I, I'm glad that I can coach against you. Maybe someday I can, uh, you know, get into that. Uh, we could have a three-ring circus, you know, a little uh, us fighting out for the region title. But, you know, I'll, I'll put my work, and I'll try and do something like that. But it's always a pleasure talking to you guys. Keep the great work. You make Savannah Savannah proud, and uh, you bring a lot of respect to Savannah basketball. Right. Take care, Carl. All right, Carl. Nice talking with you. Tim, always a pleasure. I'll talk to you guys during the week. Okay, Carl. All right. Tim Jordan, Savannah High, jacket coach. UTEF Gordon, the Adam Smash coach. How ironic, PJ, that you could have both guys sitting in the office, their rivals, their big-time uh, uh, opponents, but they love each other just like brothers. And I'll tell you right now, being part of that coaching circle in Savannah, I mean, it's a lot of fun hanging out with those guys and talking to them. Man, yeah, how about that? You got two guys sitting right next to each other while you're doing the interview. I mean, but rivals, like you said, uh, the, those those are the best kind of rivalries, you know, uh, that I'll do anything for you off the court, but once we get on the court, hey, you're my enemy. I'm trying to beat you as bad as I can. So, I mean, like you said, exactly like you said, sibling rivalry and the best part about knowing these coaches and hearing them talk about their, their players and their teams and how bad they want to beat each other, how bad they want to get a state championship is the kids always come first. And you know they're teaching the kids the, the right things to do on and off the court. And the, that's the main thing about coaching in high school and high school sports. And those are the main things that, that they teach and the state championships, region championships, just come along with it. Well, I'm telling you, last year, uh, UTEF was the first year. Uh, UTEF Gordon was the first year he was at uh, Johnson High School, and he had to sit some of his star players because they didn't understand the philosophy of uh, being, behaving, and doing the right thing. So he's doing a great job over there. And once again, we'll see them in the region championship. I'm going to say it right now. If I'm making my uh, opponents mad because, you know, they can hear me in Pierce. Well, they don't hear me in Pierce, but uh, I'm in this Brunswick area, so we'll look forward to that. Remember, this is all brought to you by... Another one of my sponsors, Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies. Your coach, your parent, your local organization, you need uniforms, cleats, you need sports-specific shoes, basketballs, baseballs, golf balls, weight training equipment. You need trophies to award your team. You need plaques to award your employees. It just doesn't have to be sports. Well, you can find all your sporting goods and trophy needs at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies, located at the five, at 5 Oglethorpe Mall Annex, right behind the Oglethorpe Mall, right there in Savannah, Georgia. Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies is a Savannah family-owned business, and they've been in business for over 45 years. So stop by and get some great help from Russell, Rusty, Mike, and Jen at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies, and they will help you with all your sporting goods and trophy needs. Next up, it's time to wrap this up, PJ. It goes so quick every Saturday morning. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I look down, and it's already 10.50. Where, so where's the time gone? I better get out of here so we can pay some bills and we can finish up the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember, you're listening to the Call of the Monsters Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. And remember, it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> 
Carl Damasi, I'm glad you could join me for the Carl Damasi Sports Report every Saturday morning right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, 9 until 11 every Saturday, and I'm glad you could join me, whether it's for 5 minutes, 15 minutes, or the whole show. Once again, it's all about local sports. And I'm telling you right, PJ, this always goes so quick. It, I mean, it always moves. I mean, I mean, we're already, how much time we got left? Four minutes? And we got about three minutes here left to, to wrap it on up. So, yeah, it moves pretty quick, especially when you got good guests like we had today. And i got to give a big shout-out, shout-out, not a shout-out, a shout-out to the Savannah Indians. That's the, the fast-pitch fast softball organization that has started uh, up a softball program again here in Savannah, Georgia. They're practicing right now. Go to the Savannah Indians on Facebook. Find out how you can play fast-pitch softball for the Savannah Indians, and it's a great organization. It's one of the well-known softball organizations here in the state of Georgia. Also, at Islands High School, they're holding the shock fights. You want to catch some wrestling? Well, they got a number of teams over there. BC, Effingham, Savannah Arts Academy, Islands High School, Johnson, uh, Windsor Forest Jenkins. They'll be going all, on all day. The finals should be about 3 o'clock. That's the Islands High School first annual shock fights wrestling tournament. And tonight, we got a big one in Savannah. We got the Savannah Quarterback Touchdown Party Club, or the Savannah Quarterback Club. Touchdown party, it's the end of the year party where they give out the uh, team of the year, they give out the player of the year, they give academic scholarships. And remember, the Savannah Quarterback Club, PJ, is the oldest quarterback club in the state of Georgia. Man, how about that? They meet every Monday night, they have a good old time, and uh, they pick the games. I happen to be lucky, I was a guest speaker, I picked 9 out of 10 games right. They told me I was the best guest speaker as far as picks go. Well, hey, there you go. Hey, when you listen to 3 and out, you get lucky, you know? Yeah, when you listen to 3 and out, but I mean, we, we weren't too accurate with our picks. <laughs> no, <laughs> we, we, we were a little off. And that's that's the week that Georgia... Lost to Auburn on that tip pass. Oh, oh I would have yeah. been 10 for 10. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, Auburn ruining everything for the state of Georgia. Don't forget we got, you know, yeah, talk about that, Auburn. <laughs> man. And uh, once again, uh, don't forget we got two Georgia Southern football players, seniors, playing in the Senior Bowl today. We got uh, Jarek McKinnon and Lavelle Westbrooks. Remember, we already got Wilcox and Eubanks in the NFL. We're probably going to see these guys in the NFL. So, once again... Every Saturday morning, this flies by. The two hours, I don't know where it goes. Once again, PJ, always a great job. Hey, man, thank you. Great job to you as well. And keep keep in mind, following the show right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We have uh, national broadcasting, uh, listening to the college basketball games. What else might be up this weekend? Uh, probably just insight about, you know, the... Um, no football, the, but yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, 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 the, the Super Bowl coming up. Uh, Olympics might... Uh, they might have updates on there for that. College basketball is a big thing as well. NBA, uh, Atlanta Hawks coming up later. So, yeah, got a lot of big things. Keep on following. Remember, every Saturday morning from 9 until 11, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, you can listen to the Call of the Mousey Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here. And remember, it's all powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Have a good one. Until next week. This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs>